Welcome back, beautiful people, to another episode of Redefine Beautiful. I'm your host, Faith, and today I'm going to be talking about how to break through your fitness funk. What is a fitness funk exactly? So there can really be two ways to go about it. So either one, you're still going through the motions, but you absolutely hate it, you dread it, you don't look forward to it anymore, it's not something in your day that you're actually excited to do, you start to realize that you're making more excuses not to show up for yourself. And then on the other hand is where you've just completely given up and you're just not in it. You just feel hopeless at this point. You don't really know where to go from here. You're not sure if you should keep trucking with this route you're on. So if you find yourself in a fitness funk, which we all do at some point or another, I am going to be sharing with you personally my struggle with it, especially my most recent one and kind of how I have been combating that and been able to pull myself from that and really get into a place where I'm truly enjoying what I'm doing. Now that you know what it is, I'm going to be sharing ways with you that you can combat that when it happens. So one thing I do want to share with you guys is my most recent fitness funk really happened toward the holidays last year. I just wasn't in the mental space to continue to show up for myself especially with workouts and then just making better eating choices. I'm not currently following any sort of diet. I just intuitively eat, and that's something I've been doing for quite some time now, and I'm super happy to be doing that. But even in this moment, I really wasn't listening to my body like I had been in the past. So I was really at a point where I was like, where do I go from here? What is the next step? I'm not really loving it as much as I used to. And it's funny because I obviously do this for a living. I am a personal trainer. I have my own business and I'm constantly pouring into other people how to be the best in their fitness journey. And sometimes that can blindside me to the things that I need to be doing because it is easier said than done. And a lot of times I'm like, oh my gosh, Faith, just take your own advice. So I got to a point where I realized what was going on and what I wanted to do from there was like, okay, how do I pull myself out of this? What do I need to do to kind of really fall back in love with that again? So I think the first thing that you've got to do is realize that there's a disconnect, that you're in that place where you're, again, making excuses, not showing up for yourself. You've got to recognize that it's a problem, that you're kind of falling out of love with it. Sometimes the best thing for you to do in that moment is to step back and take a break. Now, I don't want you to take a break to the point where you just don't come back to it at all, but sometimes you need to take a break. And in that break is where you really need to sit down and say, okay, what's my next step? Because you can't just take a break and then just completely let it go. And then you're just completely out of it and you just never come back to your fitness journey. Because a fitness journey is that. It is a journey. It is never ending. There's no end date. It doesn't expire. It's something that you need to be working on just as time goes, because it's always going to evolve with the way your life is evolving. It's definitely something that is supposed to stick with you, but in that same tone, it's something that's going to be changing over time. You've recognized that it's a problem. You've maybe taken a break. And now while we're in that break, or even if you don't want to actually take that break, what we need to do in this moment is redefine your goals and the ways you're going to achieve them during your current season of life. Because a lot of times that's the problem. You come into this season of life and things are just different than they were when you first set out your goals. A lot of us started this year super, super strong and we're starting to see ourselves in that funk where we're starting to lose that interest, that spark, even that motivation that I talk about so often that is always going to be fleeting. 
maybe that's where you're at right now. And you're like, okay, what do I need to do? First and foremost, maybe our goals are unrealistic. Maybe we need to revisit them, redefine what those goals are for us in this moment of life. Sometimes saying I'm going to work out five days a week and count macros is just too much for you to do all at once. Maybe you got a promotion at work and so you're busier and and you just don't have time to dedicate like you did before. That doesn't mean you need to not do anything. What that means is you need to redefine what your goals are and you need to make them realistic for your current state of life. A lot of times I think that's hard because what we want to do is just say, oh, if I can't be all in, I don't want to do it at all. And the truth is, is you really find strength and consistency in those times where you say, I'm still going to show up. I just need to realize that I need to show up in a different way. So maybe five days a week really needs to realistically be three, or instead of a 45 to 60 minute workout, I really need to focus on 20 to 30 minutes of some form of movement each day. It's time to kind of redefine our goals and make sure that they're realistic in this state of life. Another thing that can really help you get out of funk is to switch up your routine. That goes hand in hand with redefining your goals because maybe our goals were really strenuous and we couldn't commit to those. Maybe the same as here, we need to switch up our routine. If you're somebody who's going to the gym and you realize you're spending 60 minutes at the gym itself, you also have a 20 minute drive there, a 20 minute drive back. You have all these other factors. Maybe it's time to say, let's work out from home. And that's something I've been doing for many, many years. And I've gotten so much time back when I focus on just working out at home. And so maybe that's something you need to revisit because maybe life isn't just allowing you enough time that you can devote all that to a gym. Maybe you realize it's time to switch up your routine and you need more of a class structure. Maybe you've been doing things on your own and now you need something that's going to kind of motivate you because you're going to work harder when there's other people looking. And so maybe it's time to sign up for a, a fitness class just to get you over that hump. Now, that's not to say you can't come back to strength training or running or whatever it was that you were doing that isn't currently working, but maybe your body just needs a little bit of a switch up. Then you can slowly start to incorporate back those other things. You really, really have to find something you love when it comes to fitness, because if you don't enjoy it to some degree, you're never going to stick with it. One of the questions I get a lot is, do I need to add cardio into my workout routine? Because most of my clients do strength train. And my question is always this back to them. Do you enjoy it? Do you enjoy cardio? Because you don't have to do cardio if you don't enjoy it. You don't have to do strength training if you don't enjoy it. If you don't pick something that you enjoy to some degree, you are not going to stick with it. So make that your number one priority, that you find something that you truly love and enjoy doing. Another thing that people don't really think about when we're switching up routines here is your workout doesn't have to be a structured lift this, jump on the cardio machine for 30 minutes. It doesn't have to be your standard workout. You can get movement in other ways. And one thing I always like to tell people is revisit your childhood favorites. Those things that you really enjoyed doing as a child, whether that being flag football in the backyard, running around on a playground, it's those little things that we don't realize is actually just as efficient or beneficial to you as a 30-minute workout would be. So find things, again, that you enjoy, things that work in your schedule. If you have kids, do the things that they're doing. One thing that me and my family love to do is go to the trampoline park on a Friday night. That is like one of our favorite things to do. The kids love it just as much as we do, and we're getting a good workout in. So not only are we spending time with those that we love, but we're also getting a workout in. Being able to tie those things together, make it not feel like a workout, 
So it's a little bit more enjoyable to show up for it. Another thing that we tend to forget about is recovery. If we jumpstart into a fitness program and we don't really give ourselves the time to recover from those workouts, we are going to burn out super, super quickly. So we want to make sure that go ahead and get a foam roller, start rolling out those tight spots, stretch. Oh my gosh, this, y'all, please take some time to stretch. I am so guilty of neglecting stretching, but it is one of the most beneficial things on your fitness journey that you could do for yourself. It costs you very little time, costs you no money to stretch. You don't need anything to stretch really. Now I did mention the foam roller, which is a great step up from stretching. If you want to add that in, but start with just getting into a routine of stretching. And it doesn't just have to be on days that you've actually physically worked out. Stretch on those days that you didn't so your body has time to recover a lot quicker. You can also look into starting to take BCAs. Those are great for recovery. Making sure that you're getting good sleep is also part of your recovery. I think we tend to forget about sleep, but we can't pour into all areas of our life if we are just physically and mentally exhausted. Another thing that is super, super helpful when trying to get out of this fitness funk is to enlist professional help. Now, this might not be for everyone. Maybe it's not something financially that you can afford right now, but know that there are other options instead of just one-on-one personal training. A lot of times, if you just have somebody outside telling you what to do, it's a lot easier than you trying to do it yourself. It's less work for you. It's less things you have to think about. And sometimes it's nice to have somebody there that's going to push you further than you would push yourself because you can really get the most out of your workout. And a lot of times in a lot shorter amount of time, and it's a way to hold yourself accountable to make sure that you're showing up. Again, the right trainer would be able to help you find things that you enjoy doing, these workouts, these exercises that you enjoy. They're going to take that into account when they're programming for you. It's never a bad idea to, especially if you're in a funk, this doesn't mean this is something you have to do from here on out, but maybe it's something that's going to help you get you out of this funk, get you back into some sort of routine, and then you can kind of branch back on your own. Now, a lot of my clients, they do my challenge and it's great because it does give them that accountability. They don't have to necessarily know what they're doing. They just kind of show up, they see what they need to do. And then they have that accountability of not only knowing that their trainer is watching them, but also they have the accountability from the group. And that's another piece of it that I am going to dive into. And that is going to be finding your tribe, finding people that are on the same journey as you, that are lifting you up, that are encouraging you, and that are also struggling and facing these fitness funks as well. So you guys can really bring each other out of that. So find your tribe, whether that be one person, whether that be a group of people, this can be family, friends, a fitness community. Again, a lot of times if you're working with a professional trainer or coach, you're going to be able to be a part of their community that they've already built for you. They've found the people and you just get to show up and enjoy those people with everyone else. That kind of takes the guesswork out, but there are tons of free Facebook groups where people are, again, are on the same journey as you and are able to help build each other up. Enlisting professional help and finding your tribe go hand in hand there because it really does hold you accountable and allows you to know that you're not alone. And it gives you that opportunity to kind of work on that internal battle that you're facing with being in that fitness funk. Another area that I want you guys to focus on is re-challenging yourself. One thing that I do with my clients is we do a weekly challenge and it's usually something that is not necessarily fitness-based or nutrition-based, but it's out of the box where it's, we're going to focus on water this week, or we're going to focus on working towards building stamina for a specific exercise. And they get to pick which exercise that might be. 
But it's that just checking the box saying I'm doing it and it shows up in their app. And I'm very much the type of person that needs that little checkbox. And for me, if I can do that, I feel like I have accomplished something. So for me, I'm self-motivated by that. And it also helps if there's a prize involved. So that is definitely an extra incentive. And that's something you can incentivize yourself for, not necessarily just in a group, but you can say, hey, if I get back into my routine, if I can stick to this goal for a month, then my reward is I get to go buy a new pair of leggings or whatever the case may be, whatever that thing is for you, go ahead and attach a reward to it and don't feel bad about it. That is a great way to stay motivated. I do want to say, please don't reward yourself with food that can really just lead to a whole nother level of downward spiraling. We don't want to use food as a reward, which we have done for so many years, myself included. We want to break away from that. And let's just give ourselves something else, maybe a new book or something. Maybe it's, you know, you get an extra date night or you get an hour in the bathroom with the door locked and you get to take a nice bubble bath and read a book. That sounds amazing. Whatever the case may be, let it be something that excites you so you know that you're going to be working towards something and you're going to be more likely to stick with it. Then the last thing I want to leave you guys with, I know I've given you a lot of different things to really just start incorporating to kind of pull you out of that. But I want you guys really to remember this. If you take nothing else from this episode, I want you to remember that imperfect action consistently is going to be better than perfect action inconsistently. And I think we have that in our mind that we have to be perfect all the time. We have to be all in or all out. There's no just like middle ground. And the truth is that's not where we're going to find the most results. We're going to see results when we are constantly showing up in whatever way that is, some weeks, some months, even some years are going to be different. Life is going to be different. We're going to have to just show up how we can show up and be proud of that. But the whole point here is we just got to make sure we're showing up for ourselves in whatever way that is. Imperfect action consistently is so much better than perfect action inconsistently. You're going to get better results that way. You're going to be able to stick with it. And when you find yourself in these fitness funks, knowing that, keeping that in the back of your mind is really going to help pull you out of that and say, okay, what do I need to do differently? What does my body need in this season? What can I give it that I can stay consistent with no matter how small I think that might be? Maybe that is switching to 20-minute workouts each week. Maybe that is joining a class and showing up for that. Whatever that looks like for you right now, be okay with that. Be okay with having to switch things up. And even if you have to give up something that you truly do enjoy for something different right now, that doesn't mean it's always going to be like that. Just know that this isn't going to be forever. Take what you can do right now. Be proud of that. And know that you can revisit in a week. You can revisit six months from now. You can revisit as often as you like. This is your journey and you are in control of changing that. Sometimes you might need to enlist some professional help to help show you when you need to make those adjustments, but either way, stick with it. Do something. Something will always be better than nothing and be proud of that. Don't let yourself feel defeated if you can't do those things that you said you were going to do on January 1st, because let me tell you what, January 1st, we're all very hyped for what we're doing, but we have to realize that that's when people are motivated. That's when they're super excited. What they don't realize is that realistically, those goals that they set out for themselves just won't fit in their schedule. And instead of 
going into it with the mind of that, if I can't do it, then I'm just not going to do anything. I'm failing. This isn't for me. We're going to take a step back and say, what of this can I do? What can I have control over? What fits in my schedule? And we're going to be happy with that right now. Get clear on what it is that you want for your fitness journey and take action to see it through. No matter what that looks like, you've got this. You're amazing. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you found it helpful, I encourage you to subscribe if you haven't already and be sure to leave us a review so others can find the podcast. And as always, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.